A huge welcome. In today's episode, I'm going to share a recent challenge that we faced, a mishap that took place just a few days ago. We learned some valuable lessons about the importance of resilience and agility in content creation. Whether, like us, you create weekly content, you are a business owner or just someone who appreciates a look behind the scenes, I hope you'll find this story hugely valuable. Welcome to Passion to Profit, a weekly podcast to help support big-hearted creative thinkers, small business owners and entrepreneurs to transform their knowledge, expertise and passion into successful and profitable businesses. I'm Philippa Craddock and I'm obsessed with all things business, marketing and strategy. I left my corporate role over 10 years ago to pursue a huge dream. In a few short years, I grew my design-led business from kitchen table to a seven-figure global brand. Today, I want to help you to establish and grow your business. Think of this as your go-to resource for all things business, marketing, and strategy. I'll break down complex topics and I'll strip away all the jargon so that you can focus on what really matters. Grab yourself a seat and a notepad and join me every week. Welcome to the Passion to Profit podcast. I actually don't know if this episode will make it out, but I'm recording it as I think and hope it will be relatable and helpful. To paint the picture, last Thursday, I woke up early. It was at about 5.30. I was the first up and it was still very dark outside. I sat in the kitchen, coffee in hand, and I updated the website to add the links to our latest weekly podcast episode. I do this every Thursday morning with a direct link from the homepage. Often I add a banner to the top of the website and I update the podcast page to include the image and a brief overview to the week's episode. It felt good to have done it really early before our newsletter went out, which is always scheduled for Thursdays at about 6.30am. Often I don't have a chance to update the website until later in the day, so I was feeling particularly organised. Just after 8am, I received a WhatsApp message from a friend which read, Listening to your podcast, might you have uploaded a draft? I asked her what she meant and then I listened to the morning's podcast episode. Now, remember, this is a globally listened to podcast of thousands each week and it was clear the original unedited version had accidentally been uploaded. The unedited versions are often full of mistakes, restarts, questions about the way a sentence flows. I look to check that I pronounce the word correctly. There are plenty of behind the scenes chatter, definitely not full versions that are intended to be shared. I felt pretty sick. I immediately called Kate, one of my colleagues, and she was already on it as she had received a number of emails from listeners. By about 8.30, she had uploaded the correct version, but it then takes several minutes for this to feed through to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. During this time, we could see the numbers going up as people were still accessing and listening. Every part of me wants to assure that you receive a seamless experience from us, whether that's through our paid guides and workshops or our weekly free podcasts and newsletters. I want 
everything to be streamlined, easy for you to access and with actionable steps that you can hugely benefit from. And I felt we'd really let everyone down. I then opened Instagram and honestly, I have never had so many DMs. Whilst Kate focused on the upload, I then replied to everybody who had taken the time to let us know about the unedited podcast episode, recording and sending voice messages to thank everyone for taking the time. We then decided to write and send an email to those on our newsletter list who had linked to the podcast episode that morning to say sorry and to include a link to the new episode. And then finally, the correct version fed through to the platforms. We decided that it was sensible to add a post on social media as I feel it's always really important to own these kind of things. If you ever find yourself in a situation where something has gone live that shouldn't have, here's a quick guide with actionable steps to help you handle it. Firstly, time is of the essence. The sooner you can address the mistake, the less impact it will have. Make sure everyone involved is aware of the situation and what they need to do to help correct it. Next, replace the incorrect content with the right version as soon as possible. Transparency is key. Let your audience know what happened and what you are going to do to fix it. Next, a genuine apology can go such a long way in maintaining trust with your audience. Then take some time to understand why the mistake happened and how you can prevent it in the future. Definitely implement new checks and systems to avoid similar issues and pay attention to what your audience had to say about the incident because you'll often find that their insights could be invaluable. Always try and keep a positive attitude. Mistakes happen, but they don't define you or your brand. And then really importantly, don't dwell on the error. I honestly felt so sick for those first few hours, but I moved on pretty quickly, learned from it, improve and continue to produce great content. By following these steps, you can absolutely turn a mistake into a testament to your brand's resilience to show that you really care and your dedication to excellence. I also think it really shows a brand's true colors when you see how they react to mistakes. Often I find these are the most compelling testimonials when I'm looking to trust and invest in a brand. Our company is so much more than just me. It's very much my vision and ideas and I'm supported by an incredible team behind me. And sometimes we make mistakes. And in those circumstances, I do feel very exposed and it's definitely a tricky position to be in. I'm a relatively private person, so it's tricky to put myself out there like that. But I also equally love what I do and I love supporting people with their businesses. So it's definitely worth it. So when things like this happen, I feel it quite deeply, but I'm also naturally a very positive person. It took me a little longer than normal to find the positives. One of the positives that came from Thursday morning was in the messages we received. So many people said they loved hearing behind the scenes, particularly to understand what went into the recording stage. So I thought it might be interesting if I shared the full podcast process with you. Our weekly episodes are currently somewhere between 15 and 25 minutes long. I keep a Word document saved in a folder on our shared company Dropbox filed with topic ideas. 
My ideas come from experiences, something I've read, aspects from our guides and courses, something perhaps I've listened to and from speaking to other business owners and friends. Ideas come from everywhere. They're mostly though directly from personal experience. I add new ideas to the file most weeks. I then usually batch research six of these concepts to create new episodes over a period of one week. I'll write my own thoughts and sometimes I'll add industry insight statistics and I will also double check that what I'm sharing is current and factual. It currently takes me just under a day to write the full notes for one episode. I then collect all the notes together and I tend to batch record so one episode after the other. I find the system to be the most efficient. Each episode takes about an hour to record. I still find I'm a little bit nervous when I have the microphone in front of me. So it can often take me a few recordings to make sure that what I'm saying is absolutely succinct. I want it to be succinct and helpful and as neat as possible so I can make the absolute most of the time you spend listening. We're currently just under 20 episodes in, so I know I will become much quicker and I'll find it easier as we progress and I have more experience. My hope is that as I relax more, I'll be able to record each episode in one take, but I can't do that until I actually start and gain that experience. It's not quite perfect in my mind yet, but I know the content is strong, relatable and valuable and I'm really excited about becoming more efficient. I then hand the recorded file over to be edited. This takes a few hours and then it's checked by a third person. Once that has been approved, it then goes over to an audio specialist, our amazing freelancer, Laura, who casts her magic. She adds the intro, the outro and the music and she sends it back for a final check before it's uploaded. I then write the show notes and the newsletter. Those are both double checked and then it's all scheduled. We do this every week without fail. And you know that every week there'll be a new podcast episode along with our Thursday morning newsletters. We are consistent and this is so important to us because we hope to build trust and a sense of community. For this episode, a mistake was made, which definitely won't happen again. The original unedited and the final version were very similar in names. And then the wrong file was uploaded, which brings us to this very episode you're now listening to. So that's a deep dive into all that goes in behind the scenes for our podcast and it will become a little more complex in the future as we look to grow and expand but at the same time I know that there will be elements that we can also make much more efficient as we learn and improve and become experienced. It's a lengthy process but it is our belief that our podcast will become a significant part of our business and we are absolutely willing to put in the necessary work and time. Now, on to the positives. Internally, the team have improved our processes and systems for uploading our weekly podcast episodes. We now save the file versions into different folders, ensuring they are clearly named to differentiate between the old and final versions. And we've also added an additional check once the final version has been uploaded. They are robust processes to ensure it won't happen again. A second positive, I had the opportunity to speak directly with so many people I haven't spoken with before, many new followers who have discovered us from our podcast. I love receiving messages as I know it's such a valuable way to understand how we can help and support more and it feels good to form those direct connections. 
And thirdly, and this is a huge positive, with all the incredible messages we've received, we've learned yet again the importance of simply being real and not being overly polished and produced. What I mean by that, the tone from most of the messages and emails we received was that you enjoyed hearing the making and behind the scenes and realizing that each episode just doesn't magically happen and that we are absolutely human. Now, this doesn't mean we're going to make our episodes lengthy and unedited. I still feel a final polished version is important and I want every part of each episode to be valuable. And although we might increase the length of future episodes, at the moment, these many length and refined workshop style episodes I know are helpful. What though I can do is be more naturally myself in other places. So for example, on Instagram, I'm looking forward to recording more videos without always necessarily worrying ahead of time of having my hair perfect and applying makeup because I have a feeling that is hugely more relatable than always being polished. A polished finish at times will always be important but I think a natural mix is perhaps better. I'd love to share one of the messages I received last week. I listened to the podcast this morning and suspected something had gone wrong but it made me like you more and now I'm a firm follower. Not everything we do is perfect each time and I love that you are human and that the podcast doesn't just magically happen in one take. And I think this is exactly the thing about entrepreneurship. We all think everyone finds things easy. We see a successful brand and people achieving different levels of success and feel that it can often be unattainable, but it's not. It just takes being brave enough to start, to find ways to learn and grow, to get better, to improve further, and hugely importantly, to find solutions when things go wrong and knowing that you will get better and most importantly, to be yourself. There are so many times when I've been hugely nervous about new projects, to have committed to things before I felt completely ready, but my goodness, I'm absolutely prepared to try. I also think it shows how important it is in all our communication for the need to be more human. Yes, of course, our products and services, they must be perfect. We must look to excel in what we're doing and provide exceptional customer service. But we must do this from a genuine place of authenticity, both for our own well-being and also knowing the strength and connecting with people from a place of realism and honesty. Although I prefer that we hadn't uploaded the wrong file last Thursday, I'm actually very grateful that it did happen for all the learning and positives. And I'm also even more grateful that it was a relatively dull episode as again, we're all human and some of the other edits are a little more colourful in language. I hope that you can take from this episode the importance of failing fast and pivoting quickly. And if this resonates and you have been in a similar position, please know that you're absolutely not alone. We're all very much here together and I'm absolutely supporting you wholeheartedly from the sidelines. Before I finish today's episode, I'd love to acknowledge my incredible team. Firstly, a huge thank you to Kate, who acted swiftly to get the correct episode uploaded. Her promptness and efficiency was so important that morning. I'd also like to express my gratitude to Laura, our audio specialist, whose expertise ensures our podcast always sound their best. Her dedication to the quality is such an important part of our production. 
and to everyone who took the time to contact us. Your engagement is what makes this podcast a community rather than a series of recordings. Your feedback not only helped us correct the mistake quickly, but it also reminded us of the community we've all formed together. Lastly, I'm grateful for the whole team behind the scenes. Every week, they work hard to ensure that we bring you content that is informative, inspiring and enjoyable. This incident has only highlighted the strength of our team and the support that we have for one another. Now, as we close this episode, I'd love to highlight the key takeaways from our experience and I hope the insights will help you when you encounter your own challenges more confidently. We've learned the importance of vigilance in our processes and we've strengthened our system to prevent similar issues. We've discovered that open and transparent communication with our audience and team is vital in handling unexpected challenges. We are fully aware that mistakes are opportunities for growth. We've not only fixed the error, but also improved our procedures to ensure higher quality and reliability moving forwards. And the interactions with our community have reminded us of the value in being genuine and approachable. We've gained so much from these and they've changed a few steps for us internally. And I know we will continue to learn plenty more. I would love to leave you with a challenge, one that I'm really excited to see your responses to. Think of a moment when something didn't go quite as planned, a time when you faced a setback and how you turned it around. What lessons did you learn? What unexpected positives emerged? I would love you to share your stories of resilience and growth on Instagram. Tag me in your post at Philippocratic so I can read and comment, celebrate your wins and possibly learn from your experiences as well. You'll find a direct link to my profile in the show notes. I can't wait to see what you share and to connect with you over our shared learning and the positives that we found. And I hope by now you know that it's me when I reply to a comment. We do have a very clever automated system integrated into Instagram, which allows us to send you direct links to guides and podcasts straight away. But when you write a comment or send me a direct message, it's very much me replying. And a huge top tip, if you use Instagram for your business, you can reply to direct messages using voice messages. I love this as not only is it quick to record, it's hugely personable and your followers really do know that there is a human there reading and replying. Let's quickly recap the most important points from today's episode. We talked about the importance of acting quickly in the face of mistakes, the power of transparent communication and the necessity of updating processes to prevent future errors. We also reflected on the human aspect of our work and how it connects us with our community. These experiences shape us and our brand, teaching us that resilience, learning and genuine human connection are invaluable. A quick reminder about the challenge I mentioned. I would love to hear about the times you've turned a setback into a success. Share your story on Instagram and tag me at Philippocratic. It's through sharing our experiences that we create a community of support and inspiration. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Until next time, keep growing, keep learning and keep sharing your journey. It's the challenges that we overcome that often lead to our greatest growth. I look forward to seeing you on Instagram and until our next episode, take care.